The college football experience week 11 preview and picks episode for 2022 on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet bet $50 at win bet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy and sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash get uh, Discord. Sorry. Hey, it's Scooby right here, aka Shark Dog, listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> yes. Another week to preview. I mean, only a couple weeks left, and then I hope you're following our game by, I mean, our team by team season preview episodes because we've been firing away. We just did our thousandth episode. Man, we're going through it. I mean, we're vets. We're vets at this point. Thousand in the bag. I'm saying, man, I feel like uh, right now, I mean, not Ewing on the Sonics or the Magic, but I feel like Patrick Ewing say 88, 89. Patino leaves. Riley's arriving. You know what I mean? Oh, we're talking college football. I guess we should use a football uh, analogy there. But still, if you, uh, I am joined by my co-host, You're, we're like we're like the Carson Palmer USC Trojans. Mm. You know, just just about to pop off. Mm, there you go. Not not quite like uh, Schnellenberger FIU. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with this mustache, can we? Yeah, that's true. Like the airport, we'll never be that sexy. Yeah, we're, we're never, we're not as dressed as well as uh, Schnellenberger was. That's for damn sure. I, I think I'm dressed pretty well. Shout out to me. You know, well, you, you got Patty and I beat <laughs> yeah. t-shirt and hat. Uh, every time there we go. Uh, all right. Give it up for my co-host farmer, farmer JMU Duke defensive back the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi. First down. All right. Third man in the booth. Hopefully you subscribed on YouTube and you saw that sweet ass first down that I did subscribe to the college football experience on YouTube, but third man in the booth, give it up for the Sun Belt Fun Belt God himself, the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lack given, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. Uh, is this a thing now? The Sun Belt God or something? Is yeah. It, yeah. I feel like you've earned that it now. Has staying power. I feel like you've earned it now, but here, let me play you a song. Okay. <laughs> I read your action piece about the Buffalo Bulls. All right, thought I'd give you. Uh, I'll give you some shine. Under, go under, under on Buffalo. I did receive a DM today from someone close to the program that said, I "Think you might want to rethink this one. This team is better than I've gotten that for a few teams. I, I love, yeah. I love this spot we're in now, where people are messaging me, 
Oh yeah. Sin. I mean, hey, we invite all the yeah. criticism. A lot of it's probably constructive and instructive. We're not like freaking gods here. We don't know. We're fucking idiots. Okay. <laughs> we are fucking idiots. Let's be well, honest. Uh, look, we love good fans and a good fan does stick up for their program. They do say, Hey, I don't think so. We're, you know, we're going bowling. We're going to win six games. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Bring it on. Yeah, that's right. right. Your, your guess is I mean, look, look, we, we, we got GBO farms already on the chat saying that the uh, Missouri Tennessee game has to be number one <laughs> prime example. That's a, that's being a good fan. Do, that is do we true. agree? Of course not. He, GBO farms is exactly the spirit of college football that we're referring to when we talk about all this shit. All right. We are in that. All right. We're not. Uh, sometimes you listen to these other dorks out there that are out trying. Come on, <laughs> sit back, have a drink, have some fun. We're all fucking around. We're talking college football. Yeah, we we might catch a nugget. You give us a nugget, we'll give you a nugget. That's what we're doing here. By the way, Red Cashin, the first down oh, referee. Nice Texas A and M grad. Ooh, that ooh. makes sense, doesn't it? Ooh, I'll be in College Station. Hello, you got to be right. throwing first downs all over the place. <laughs> I'm gonna be petting that dog on first down. <laughs> all right, well, look. Uh, before we get to uh, our draft, which if you if you ha- if you're just tuning in, go back and listen to the other 11 weeks we did. Yes, 11 because we did week zero. Uh, we where we pick our favorite games of each week and we talk about why they are picked where they are. So. Do that and um, and yeah. But first, I wanted to get to this Big Twelve Media Day today, guys. Mike Gundy, uh, the mullet mullet's not rocking as well as it used to, but he did have some things. First, he said for the Big Twelve when they asked him like uh, about the Big Twelve, he said, "I don't understand why Texas and Oklahoma are still like their meetings." The the uh, the president or the athletic directors from the schools are still there, and he's saying why? Throwing shade. Does he have a point? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> of I course. Mean, yeah. yeah. It's not like they're there, you know, in the in the interest of the Big Twelve as a whole. <laughs> why are they there? Yeah, it's not as if their vote is going to be taken into consideration if it's if it's against anything. They really shouldn't, even if they're swaying the vote in any way, one way or another. Right. He was asked also about Bedlam. And the future of it, and he goes. Uh, I think there's one, maybe two years left, and then uh, he said, you know, then they things will will fall apart. Essentially, I think. I mean, he said he said different words, but I, it was I don't something yeah. like you know the uh, future of Bedlam. It's we play this year and we play next year, and then one side has chosen not to, or something along those lines. So basically, he said <laughs> there is no future after you know uh, Oklahoma leaves the Big Twelve. I mean that game has been played continuously since when 1906. That's awful. Yeah. That's that's what we're talking about here. That's why you know a lot of this expansion and realignment sucks cuz you know Oklahoma and Oklahoma State should play every freaking year no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean don't we every fan wants to watch that, right? I mean I I don't understand their and that's uh, I that our our oldest brother, he was like they're banking on, you know, this connection but the thing, uh, the thing about what makes pro sports more viable for for the average fan is that the the players stay on the teams. Yeah. College right. f- football, college basketball, or college sports in general, that you know it's it it's in in one year out the next for the most part, and uh, it's not p- about the players. It's yeah. almost not even about the coach. It's really yeah. about the program, the university, the alumni, and everything else that goes into it. Yeah, but. Uh, I think the fans want to see. That's what I'm saying. I I know that I'm a maniac that really dives deep into the sport, so I'm not the average person that covered. But I still think the average person would would rather watch Oklahoma Oklahoma State than USC Purdue or or Oklahoma and South Carolina. Say that again. The average fan would rather watch what? What the fuck is going on over there? All right. Uh, they would, they would rather watch Bedlam rather than some Pac 12 yeah. Big Ten matchup, basically. I don't know. I know the average person in Oklahoma definitely wants to, and that should mean something. Yeah. USC South or USC, whoever. Rutgers. Yeah. Yeah. No one gives a rat's ass about that. I even think. And, that, and Bedlam's got to go, but that that one's got to uh, be the new the newness. I mean, Bedlam's like a top 10 college football game that I think you would want to watch. Right. 
They're like every there. year, it's got to be oh, top twenty to, at least. To be right? fair, Colby, I, I I think if you're just kind of, say you're Sean Ryan, I don't think that game is squarely on their radar. I mean, we're we're college football aholics. It's on it's on our radar, but it might not be on the average fan's radar if they don't have any allegiance to either school. Well, the average fan can go to he- no. I'm joking. If you're an average fan of the college football experience, we love you. All right. You but can if- go to sportsgamblingpodcastnetwork.com. <laughs> yeah, and, and please uh, get uh, try drink drink trade coffee. It's fantastic. It's it's really good. Check out uh, the new merch store. What is that in Wayne's World where he's just wearing all the Wayne is wearing or Garth's wearing all the uh, the advertisements? He's he's got, I would like, never Nike sell. Gear on. Yeah, he's like drinking, yeah. drinking a Pepsi. <laughs> Oh man. But anyway, uh, I guess that's all the, the news we really have. I mean, a couple guys went in the portal, AJ Davis, the running back from Pitt that transferred to JMU. He left, he went in the portal uh, from JMU. He's been there like a month. I guess that's okay these days. And then uh, Marquis step, the running back for Nebraska. Uh, he's pretty good. Both of them are pretty good. Came we'll over s- via USC, I believe. Right? Yeah. And they're both going to be in the portal. Be interesting to see where they land something to keep an eye on. Um, but that's really kind of been all the news. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised because uh, you know everybody and their mom had sources about what was going to happen, and and people thought it was going to happen like immediately after the USC UCLA thing. It's not the case. It might not even happen this off season. You know, it, things move relatively slowly. Now, sometimes, though, thi- go ahead. Sometimes you might want to be that one reacting fast. Sure. <laughs> right. And, and sometimes like one domino falls and then, then a lot happens, but you know, like Notre Dame is not going to rush into anything all of a sudden. Yeah. I, I mean, they can take their, their sweet old time. Cause there's still two years before that playoff contract runs out or three years. Exactly. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, let's hop into the draft then. All right. Cause we will have something to talk about there. All right. Cause cause NC Nick's picking, picking terrible games. Patty C's picking <laughs> terrible games and like I'm picking winners and I'm picking winners. All right. So, uh, all right. If you're not, if you haven't listened to us though, let's, let's uh, basically we're drafting the top 30 games of the week. We're stating why we want to watch it and why they are the best games of the week. So uh, the draft order, I have it here last week. NC Nick was one. I was two. Patty C was three. So now Patty C is one. Uh, NC Nick is two, and I will be third. All right, so now let's have uh, 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 overall real quick thoughts overall on the week. Pretty shitty once again. Like I have this problem this year with this. You know, we do this every year, and I feel like they they they've really had a, a knack for putting all these good games on three or four different weeks, and then the rest kind of lackluster. I think they need to spread it out better. I, that's why I want you, if you're watching on YouTube, here you go. That's why I want you to vote for me for college football commissioner. All right. You're looking into the wrong camera. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Here we go. That's why I want you to vote for me. Is that, is that on? Is that thing on? There you go. You got it. <laughs> Are you reading uh, the teleprompter? I am. I'll pull a, I'll pull a Biden slash Frank Drebin. Um, all right. Hop in, hop in Patty. C. here we go. All right. Well, like you said, uh, maybe not the super heater this week. That is a definite marquee matchup for both teams in the college football playoff race, invitational, what have you. But we do have a game that has uh, at times caused uh, some trouble for one of the teams that is typically in the national championship. And uh, also um, this, the situation surrounding the game, it bodes well for some interesting uh, fireworks. That is Alabama traveling to Ole Miss, right? Vaught Hemingway Stadium in Oxford, Mississippi. And we have Ole Miss, who went 10 and 2 last year, right? Did lose to Alabama, but coming off a bye week. Meanwhile, Alabama on the second end of a back to back road stretch, where they first go to LSU, a house of horrors in and of itself. And then travel to Ole Miss, one of the few back-to-back road games you'll ever see Alabama play. Let alone where both teams are likely to be winning teams. I expect Alabama to take an L here in one of these two games. You're crazy. Now I don't. I wouldn't say it's okay. a, a definite, but if if there is a spot on this schedule where Alabama takes an L, and I think they will take an L based on how many fucking games they escaped from last year, right? 
that this that this would be the spot, either LSU or Ole Miss, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's this game at all. Interesting, interesting. Nick, Alabama at Ole Miss. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I guess by, by default, I had this kind of number one also, so I'm not arguing with the play. Uh, the only problem is that this game has been very one-sided. I mean, if you go back to uh, 2017, 2018, it was 66 to three and 62 to seven. Now <laughs> Kiffin has narrowed the gap a little bit. The last two games, it's been an average of an 18 point margin. Uh, not exactly close, but the gap is at least shrinking some. They're getting, you know, more competitive. But yeah, look, Ole Miss at home, uh, coming off a bye, second of back-to-back road trips for Bama. You have to love all the all those three things. Uh, I just don't know if Ole Miss has a team this year to hang with Bama. Uh, yeah. But you know, in a week that's in a a week eleven, that's that's fairly average or fairly weak. Uh, I guess you got to pick something. So why not Bama Ole Miss? Well, here's the other thing too. Ole Miss um, will be coming off. Why, why am I not getting this right? 2022. I need to be looking at. If, if I'm not mistaken, Ole Miss has a back-to-back at LSU at Texas A&M prior to going into the bye week before Alabama. So there's a very good chance they take a loss in one of those two. Maybe Alabama is sleeping on them a little bit. Mm, and mm. Ole Miss is motivated to get back on track. Well, the last. Uh, well, actually, no. The first time ever, Ole Miss has had a ten-win season happen last year, um, so they have that momentum going. Plus, you, Lane Kiffin, Nick Saban, come on. You know, I was pulling back, and I, I I'll save this for a, le- a later episode when I do a deeper dive. But I was going back to the last ten out of conference games on the road that teams have played, and Alabama, their tenth game. That long ago was 1988. In comparison, so if that makes sense, their last 10 out of conference games tracks all the way back to 1988. That's pretty wild. Meanwhile, Arizona, Arizona State, they go back to 2009, (laughs) right? The 20 year difference, even Arkansas and Auburn. Auburn, I think, was 91 or 92. Uh, uh, but Arkansas is, I, uh, I think, uh, what was Arkansas again? Like 99, 98, 99. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, just unbelievable. So it's been about 35 years since Alabama's played 10 true non-conference road games. And, and, and that's including there's some of those, most of those were group of five, like Tulane. They kept playing at Tulane and at Memphis. Yeah, so once bit, every yeah. three and a half years, they'll play a non-conference road game against a shitty team. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's pretty, it's pretty fascinating. You see that you, you start to see the pyramid scheme that is college football, as much as we love it, it is incredibly flawed in that aspect. Um, all right, pick two. Ancy Nick, it's you. Well, I'd argue that there is definitely not a clear cut number two. Uh, you could pick any number of like four or five games right here. I guess I'm gonna go. So I'm going to stay in the sec and go Georgia at Mississippi state. Uh, they don't play every year. Didn't play last year. Uh, they did play in 2020 in leeches. What? That was his second year. No, that was right? his first year. His first year. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Cause it is year three. And uh, it was in Athens and uh, Georgia only won 31 to 24. And somehow the last three games, his matchup have all been in Athens. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> finally we get them in Stark Vegas. And if there's time for an upset, this is it. This is year three for Leach. You got Georgia who's rebuilding. Uh, I think this game is prime for an upset. I think Mississippi state could get it done here. What do you guys think? Well, they haven't played a, an away game in or in Starkville in 12 years. That's ridiculous. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, we just had coach Leach on the show. Go listen to that episode. It'll be dropping later tonight. And um uh, I do think this team is going to be his best team yet. I wonder if it's this year or next year that when he really turns the corner, I think it might be next year, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, look, Georgia, we went through Georgia. We already did their team preview. Go listen to that episode, but um, their schedule's not, there's not a lot of meat on that schedule. Shocker. This is one mm. of the, this is one of the opportunities. Yeah. What would you argue at Kentucky or at Mississippi state that that, you know, or at South Carolina, well, out of those three, cause those are the three road games that they, that they get. 
Yeah. Which is I, uh, probably Mississippi state, right? I think that's the toughest. I think it's the toughest uh, environment they have to go into. I mean, Kentucky yeah. is not, I mean, it's decent, but it's not great. And uh, I think it's the best coach out of those three. Kentucky might have had the better record last year, but a lot of that is playing in the easier SEC East. Oh, so, and they're uh, at a conference scheduling. It's yeah. dog shit every year. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I think this is the toughest game all year. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I actually had this played there too. So I, I can't, I can't knock it. Let's over, go coach uh, Leach over South Carolina yeah. over the road trip to Missouri. Yeah. Over that, uh, that, uh, that, that neutral site game, 45 minutes away. <laughs> Meanwhile, Oregon's oh, yeah. a thirty-nine dri- yeah. a thirty-nine hour drive away. Um, Funny how that works out. Let's, uh, yeah, I think that's. I think. I, what do you think of Georgia Mississippi State, Pat? I just looked it up. Uh, Georgia winners of twelve of thirteen. But as you guys mentioned before, the last time they played was uh, obviously in Georgia. Like you said, all they play is in, in in Georgia. But that game was only seven points, like you guys mentioned. So that was year one for Leach. Year. Three promises a Maybe little more. Maybe you can add some magic. Maybe you can add some magic. All right. Oh man, I will take you to Eugene. I think that's the next angle here. I think it's the best game left, right? Uh, this is a pretty good rivalry. Washington at Oregon in Eugene. They're both. Pacific Northwest schools. They both, they both are fighting to get in the big 10 right now. So why, why don't we raise the stakes a little bit? Washington, Oregon in Eugene. What do you make of this play, Nick? Yeah. You know, battle of two new head coaches. Also Oregon has won three in a row in the series. They won in Seattle 26, 16 a year ago. Uh, but it's, it is going to be interesting because I think just with the the two new head coaches, you know, I, I think we're looking at, you know, is Washington going to be better offensively? Hopefully they were abysmal last year. And uh, what kind of style is it is Oregon going to be? And then we, we do have that backdrop of where are these teams going to be in a year or two? So I think add all that together. And uh, I think it's a pretty interesting matchup here. Washington leads the all time series 60 to 48. They've been playing since 1900. Don't ruin this fucking rivalry, college football. All right, um, Patty C, Oregon. At, I'm sorry, Washington at Oregon. Your thoughts? Um, I mean, classic rivalry. What was the uh, one that we saw? Was that uh, Brock Brock Huard getting picked on the? Uh, oh, or it, it that Damon was Damon. Huard? That was Damon Huard. Oh, that's a classic. Uh, like Washington in like '93 or '94 was uh, on the verge of coming back. They're they're playing at Oregon. They they get all the way down to like the five yard line, and they uh, they score a touchdown. They can win. Nope, gets pick sixth, and uh, the Oregon linebacker goes right over to Damon Hjord and laughs in his fucking face. It, it was <laughs> such a great and the it way he did it too. He's like, ah! <laughs> he's like, he's <laughs> like, oh, uh, my favorite Oregon moment ever. Well, it wasn't this game, but it was when uh, they got they lost to Boise. And that Boise, that white defensive end, got in Legarrette Blunt's face oh, man. after the game. So not like not wearing a helmet, and Blunt just cocked his ass and knocked him out. Uh, <laughs> shout, out shout out to Legarrette Blunt, friend of the program. He's been on the show. Uh, That's right, dude. Yeah. In the in the interview, Ron, uh, Sean and Ryan should have asked about that moment. I would have loved to hear his side on it. <laughs> uh, give him a hard time about that. Yeah, yeah. We also got the chat talking about Big Ten hater missed a big one. Joe Hackney's coming at you, NC Nick. Oh man! Yeah, you know what? I thought about playing that game. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure we'll get to it in the next round, so it's coming. Let me tell you this: Oregon winners of 15 of the last 17. Although, uh, by that same token, Washington got a few through two of the last five, so it's not so bad recently. Yeah, well, Washington went the uh, went through that like. Terrible time in like the the early two thousands where yeah. they just were really bad for a little bit. I would say it's more competitive now, but three in a row for Oregon. Dan Lanning coming in. There's a there's a chance that this is a pretty good match here. Love this matchup. Love this matchup. All right. Well, these two might be Big Ten it, matchups. It's back on you, buddy. What are you doing? Oh boy. Let's see. You know. Look, I'm SEC Pat this week. Yes, I am SEC Pat. It might not be the game you're probably thinking of. No, it is. Was it Vandy at South Carolina or something? What's up? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna say this. I am going Texas A&M Auburn really? on the planes. I am yeah. because mm. 
much like my Michigan pick last year, I think Auburn is too good of a program to stay down in the six and six range multiple years in a row. I think their schedule is very easy up front. And uh, I think that they'll probably come into this game ranked pretty highly. What if I told you, actually, buddy, no, I'm looking at it. They, they were six and six the year before. <laughs> well, right. You so must they have love two, uh, they have two straight years. Yeah. They have two straight <laughs> years of being six and six. <laughs> Look, are, ex- are you a big fan of one of the, of one of the coordinators who might be head coach at this point? <laughs> <laughs> you say like Kevin right? Steele's incredible. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Do they beat Mercer at home? Auburn. Yes. Maybe Did they yeah, beat yeah. San Jose state at home. Watch out for that one. Watch out for that. Could one, they beat Penn state at home? No. Sure. Yes. They, they, they almost could. beat they Alabama could. last year, uh, Missouri at home, uh, LSU at home. They play their first five games. Their whole team left in the portal on the planes. I don't care. This is Auburn. They reload and there's a chance that they are, have a very good record and a and M I don't know. Maybe a and M's playing for the title of the sec West here. On the plains, it's a pivotal game here. They're twelve and twelve in their last two seasons, Patty C. Maybe you know. reality is coming back. And there's a better SEC matchup. There is. You you whiffed. You whiffed on this I one. disagree because swing and a miss. This is where you guys. This is where you guys are idiots. This is where you guys are idiots. Because <laughs> oh. I'm going to tell you. Tell. I'm going to tell you right now. Who's got a higher ceiling? Texas A&M or Arkansas? A&M. Yes. yes. Thank you. What about a okay. or LSU? Who had the same uh, <laughs> record last year? Auburn or LSU? What do you mean? They both had the same record. LSU won yeah, Natty <laughs> two years ago. Three years ago, one went out and got uh, a new head coach. You know, was it, which was looks like a great hire, and then another uh, Brian has Kelly a, never a did lame shit. Duck <laughs> never Brian Kelly <laughs> never did shit. I give you a lame <laughs> duck guy after one season. Look, and, and Brian Harson did. <laughs> I don't care. Let me ask you this. Uh, <laughs> Auburn, a more relevant team than LSU. No, all right, what? maybe not. It's about here. equal. It's about equal. It's not equal. I'm what more are you talking about? I'm more Cam interested. Newton's not walking through that door. <laughs> yeah. All right, what do you what do you guys think? What do you think is going to make that a relevant game? At least with uh A and M traveling to Auburn, there's a chance that if A and M upsets Alabama again this year, that Auburn could fuck up their season. Meanwhile. Arkansas is not doing shit, and L- L- LSU ain't doing shit this year. That game is pretty irrelevant this late <laughs> in the season. Hey, I, all I gotta say is this, buddy. A uh, and M goes eight and four every year. All right, what do they have? What one double digit? What, yeah, what? that was before they were buying the best recruiting class of all time. How about this? How about this, buddy? It since two thousand ten, Arkansas has got more double digit win seasons than than Texas A and M. That's, that is surprising. <laughs> that is surprising. <laughs> I said ceiling now. I didn't say All ceiling. Oh, is that yeah? Things are getting spicy early. This is like the I B know. side. This is you know part two. You know, I get when so sick and tired like of you this. guys. Joe, Hack, Joe Hackney's hopping in there. He says, "Patty C chasing this beer with booze. He's coming out swinging for the fence tonight." You're damn right. <laughs> Look at me for beer in the clear. I'm a pro here. Uh, <laughs> all right, NC Nick. You know. What? You know, uh, it's my turn, right? You want to play the music? Yeah. I was all ready to take the game that Joe mentioned when Patty C said he was going to the SEC, but uh, you know, Patty C throws us a curveball. Uh, <laughs> the SEC, so I'm going to stay in the SEC again uh, and take the game that should have been played, uh, and that is LSU we'll at Arkansas. We'll see LSU when Week get- Eleven rolls around. <laughs> LSU and Arkansas first played in 1901. Hmm. This game has a very rich tradition. Last year, Arkansas won 16, 13 uh, before that LSU had won five in a row, but uh, this is a different LSU team and playing at Arkansas is always tough. It's a hell of a road trip here. This is a pretty fun game here. Uh, and LSU hosts Bama the week before, and we know it's always tough the week after the Bama game. So LSU Arkansas, I think is an interesting game. I think yeah, this is the, the, the real rivalry uh, between these schools. Yeah, and and uh, what Mc didn't Darren McFadden ruin LSU season one one year? It was like the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, what do they got the Golden Boot down there or something? What is this rivalry called? I don't know, but it's fantastic and it's better than A and M Auburn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. NC Nick one, Patty C zero. All right. All right. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> I'm keeping score. Yeah. What well, uh, look, how about this? There's only one coach that's gonna be fired out of those four. <laughs> All right. At this point in the season. Yeah. 
You might be right about that. Um. All right. So no LSU Arkansas. I mean, what? it's a good game. Of course, I thought about it for a second, but no. I just feel like uh, if you have two teams that are national cont- title contenders uh, most years in the game, that's, that's Texas A and M hasn't won a national championship since 1940. All right, but they're considered <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, they beat the team that considered was in the national. By, considered by who? By like the ESPN <laughs> media? Maybe I don't you know. You know they're going to go eight and four again. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not trying to hype. I'm going to say. I'd be mean, like, look, you start. To, you should give Colorado love then, because Colorado won a national championship at ninety at okay. least. Or Georgia Tech. <laughs> Shit, we can talk about them. Should we play them right now? <laughs> I mean, what? There's been a lot of national champions. I mean, Army the last won a national time championship. Arkansas did shit. Army won a national. Does Arkansas champion. ever have a, a national championship in their history? <laughs> I don't think so. Do they? <laughs> I don't know. In basketball, yeah, yeah, there we go. Nolan yeah. Richardson ain't walking through that door. <laughs> Corliss Williams. I don't know. Walking. Eric Musselman is walking through that door. Every fucking recruits door um, <laughs> with a bag of cash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's uh, keep it going. Look, I'm gonna shout out to Joe because this is the one that needs to be played here. It's better than A and M Auburn as well. Wisconsin at Iowa. Yes, this is for the Big Ten West, most likely, in most likely the last year of the Big Ten West. So give me Wisconsin at Iowa. I know Wisconsin's kind of had their number lately, but this is a this is a backyard battle. Sign me up for this. Nick, I know you hate it. No, actually, I like this one. And you know what? I mentioned LSU Arkansas first played in 1901. Well, this game trumps that. This game, the first game was in 1894. Put that that in your pipe and smoke it. That's right. And yes, Wisconsin (laughs) has won five out of six, but that the most recent game in Iowa City, Iowa won 28 to seven. So Mm. you know what happens at Iowa, man. You know, anybody can go down, including Wisconsin. Uh, so yeah, this late in the year, the winner of this game might might be in the driver's seat for the Big Ten West. Now Purdue might have something to say about that. Maybe Nebraska does too. Maybe even hell, Minnesota might have something to say about that. But yeah, I mean, I, I think if you're ranking teams in the preseason, these are probably your top two teams in the Big Ten West. These are two top ten defenses. That'll be, like I'll bet that on with anyone right now. Uh, it's gonna be cold finish. too. It's gonna be cold. Maybe some snow or something. Yeah. Maybe some elements. Football's Football, back, baby. baby. Football's back with this play. We got Nick to play Spencer Petrus versus uh, <laughs> Graham Mertz. Graham Mertz. <laughs> the world is going to stop. Wasn't Graham Mertz like a gigantic recruit? Wasn't he like a four-star recruit? Uh five-star, I think. Five-star. Wow, unbelievable. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, the fact that this is in Kinnick, do you think? I mean, Iowa I and mean, Wisconsin are they going to bounce back and be the 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 favorite to win the Big Ten? No, West? no. Hawkeyes get it done. Hawkeyes get this W. Let's here. go. All time. I'm series. waving. I'm waving right there now to the kids. All right. Forty nine, forty four. All time series in favor of Wisconsin. That's closer than I thought. That's a that is a great rivalry. That's what I'm saying. You give me this Auburn this Auburn bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wisconsin at Iowa. Let's do it. Oh wait, that was Colby's pick. Oh yeah, nice. let's go. NC Nick played LSU at Arkansas, so now That's it right. goes back to you, Patty C. Okay, there's a game on the board with some 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 star power, but I'm going down the list a little bit. Ooh. I am staying in uh, the great middle of our country. And we are going. What would you call that area? It's not the Midwest. The, no, I don't think it's. It's not the Midwest. Where does the Midwest officially stop? I feel like the Midwest is inaccurately named because it's really the Mid East. I feel like it goes to like maybe Illinois is the Midwest, and then I don't like, know what team uh, you're I, playing. So what is I consider. A, I consider Ohio to be Midwest. Ohio. That's that's the eastern portion of the country. So it is. Misnamed. I consider it still Midwest. Personally. Okay. Well, no, I, I, I think that's what it's called. I'm talking about Oklahoma state. What the hell is that portion of the country called? Southwest. Midwest. The great plains. <laughs> yeah. The South Oklahoma is Southwest. All right. Uh, you, now you, <laughs> where are we going here? We're I going say to that, Oklahoma state. <laughs> you, you do win us back with this because this is better than a and M Auburn too. I've been to this game most recently in Stillwater and it was a fucking great game. Came down to the final play of the game. Iowa state 
at Oklahoma State is what he's playing. Nick, Big Twelve hater over there. How you? How do you like uh, this one? No, I had this ranked over Texas A&M and in Texas A&M and Auburn as well. I still have a couple games higher than this one, but the great thing about this matchup: seven straight one-score games. Oh, that's, man, that's got to be a record. That, I mean, that yeah. has to be the most in the country. Seven straight one-score games. Uh, last year, it was Oklahoma's only regular season defeat. So uh, this one's a fun one. And and uh, what? So twice now, Iowa State's ruined their regular season. Revenge, yeah, super revenge spot. The, they were about to be in the playoffs at one spot, and then uh, they came into Jack Trice and took an L. Look, they've been playing since what 1926, the first matchup. So you gotta love that. All right, give me uh, who you taking to win this one, Petty C? I think just because they have the home field advantage, I gotta go Oklahoma State here. Where were those two upsets? Were they both uh, in Iowa uh, and Jack Trice? Uh yes. Gotcha. Right. So I don't know. Right. I mean, Campbell Campbell could play <laughs> the spoiler. No, it was. It was. Last year was in Ames. Twenty one uh, they lost twenty four twenty one. Yeah. And the one back uh I believe was in two thousand eleven when they were about to play in the national championship. They lost thirty seven thirty one double, double overtime. overtime. Yeah. Iowa State was six and seven. That's yeah. Right. Sign me up. And that's that that goes back even further than what you were bringing up. When you're digging up that stat, NC Nick. That's right. This is an awesome game. It is a good it game. Um, could this be a rematch of the Big Twelve Championship, or a preview of the Big yeah, 12 preview? Game? You know what I mean. Do you think uh, Iowa State has enough? I mean, they couldn't do it last year. I mean, last year the spotlight was on them, and they kind of faltered. Did, maybe, did, maybe did this you listen year? to our preview? No, negative. Sandbag and son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> they outgained like almost every team they lost to, and okay. and some of them severe. Like they lost to Iowa by ten. And Iowa only had 106 yards of offense. Yeah, yeah but look, Brock Purdy's on the 49ers, Brees Hall's on the Jets. Although yeah, it's a lot to a lot to fill. Four-star quarterback and four-star running back stepping in to those spots. And people said the same when Montgomery left. They were like, who's this Brees Hall kid? They're gonna they're gonna take a hit. Boom! All right. Iowa State at Oklahoma State. Great game. NC Nick, you're next on the clock. Again, I'm surprised this game is here for me to take it. I thought for sure Patty C was going to take Nebraska at Michigan. Isn't this like two of his favorite programs, or maybe uh, maybe it's <laughs> Colby's favorite program, Nebraska versus Patty's in Michigan? Whoa, whoa, whoa! I hate Nebraska. All right, you know you, that. you root for Frost. You've been rooting for Frost every year. You do yeah. not hate Nebraska. I've yeah. been rooting because my money's been on the over. It's a bit different. <laughs> no. All right, our ball is two and zero versus Frost. Uh, last year's game in Lincoln, thirty-two twenty-nine. Oh, I mean, I, dude, no, dude, Nebraska let him off the hook last year. Once again, <laughs> once again, I mean, the, the, the classic, uh, they I think Martinez fumbled. Them. Yeah. And they let him off. The what hook. do you think of Nebraska at Michigan? Patty C of course I'm into it. I mean, I, I kind of want to see what uh, Michigan has coming into this, but um, you figure really what it comes down to is, is Nebraska, like a lot of people are predicting, going to take the next step. And instead of losing these games by less than a touchdown, start winning them. And if so, is this going to be a important game? You figure it could be a spoiler spot for Nebraska to, you know, screw up Michigan season, but uh, where uh, it could be, it boink, well could be boink, boink in game. the chat is saying how faded is Patty C <laughs> <laughs> sunglasses indoors. <laughs> is hide is oink, oink oink a police officer? <laughs> if so, that's cool. Cause we love our cops. <laughs> Look, it depends on the situation. We're going to see <laughs> and the cop. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Nebraska sure. schedule up up to this point includes only one game against a really good team. That's Oklahoma. Other than that, let me rattle it off super fast. Northwestern, North Dakota, Georgia Southern, Indiana, Rutgers, Purdue, Illinois, and Minnesota at so, home. Sounds like you're on the over with me on the Cornhuskers. I think I will be when we get there, but at this point was at 3 6 eight and one, they could be coming maybe even nine and oh, if they pull the upset, they'll probably take an L somewhere. If we know Nebraska, but this game could have some implications. Let's go. Let's go. Um, how many, what, when was their first meeting? Do we know that Nebraska, Michigan? Yeah. I don't think they have a long history. I mean, they weren't in the same conference, so yeah, I can, uh, I can, I can pull I'm it up pulling quickly it up. if you want. I'm pulling it up right now. They've only played 10 times, I believe. And Nebraska, Michigan leads the all time series six to four. All right. 1905, Michigan won 31 nothing. So uh, Nebraska's head coach, Bummy Booth, 
lost, yeah. lost, lost a fielding Yost. In a, in a there you go. See, that's that's that's, that's a, what we want to hear. That's game. why you come to the college football experience. <laughs> what was his name? Bummy Ruth? I don't know. Bummy Booth. Bummy Booth. Shout out to Bummy Walter, Booth. Walter Walter Bummy Booth. See, you know what? Back then, coaches had nicknames. So this guy was named Walter Booth, but his nickname was Bummy. And Michigan had Fielding Yost, but his nickname was Hurry Up. Yeah. Were they running the hurry up back then? <laughs> <laughs> back then, uh, names had personality. I mean, that's why we we complain about the NFL these days. It's like back in the when we were watching the NFL in the eighties and nineties, it'd be like Bump Phillips and I don't know. You just Flipper had like Anderson, great names and shit. And now everyone's the same. Everyone looks like uh, Jaden. Everyone Everyone's looks Jayden like uh, McVeigh. I feel like every every coach <laughs> Look, looks we're like a old and white right now. <laughs> butt munch. Let's keep it. You moving. know what I mean? <laughs> By the way, this you, game, you can tell Colby just watched the new uh, Beavis and Butthead movie. I did, <laughs> I did, and I liked it. Good job. This game was a three point game last year, and I do believe Michigan lucked up to win it. They did. Martinez fumbled. So. Martinez fumbled. So, all right, let's uh, next up. Uh, Dundee, the the greatest, um, with uh, his next play. Well, you know it's been fun. It's been fun. But there's a Thursday night game. There's a Thursday night game that. Don't you mean Friday night, buddy? Is that Friday? Did I did I write that incorrectly on here? I think um, so. Friday night unless, game. Unless you're taking us to Tulsa, Memphis. <laughs> oh, no, no, not doing that. Uh, Nippert Stadium, Friday night. Look, Patty C's had a cute little run with Cincinnati. All right. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. They had a bunch of players drafted, but they don't know what's happening when the Pirates got. The Pirates are a team of destiny this year, and I'm telling you. Because when you're at East Carolina, you go for it every time. Or you don't coach at East Carolina, you don't come to East Carolina, you don't play at East Carolina with a weak heart. Write it. <laughs> Tulsa almost beat Cincinnati at Cincinnati last year. Davis Brin was the ultimate bitch. Slid instead of going in for a touchdown. Lawn chair, Davis yes, Brin. The 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 lawn chair play of the year. Because you could have beat a, a top five team. I mean, I, I, I don't think fans understand that enough. Like what was worse him or, or tank Bigsby and uh, not going out of bed or uh, well, going Bigsby's the dumber play, but, yeah. but Bryn like is the most heartless. Like, yeah. Bigsby's like, Oh, he forgot, you know, like Bryn was just, I'm a bitch. You have a chance to be the hero and knock off a top five team on the road and you slide at the half yard. line. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. East Carolina's not going to ma make that mistake. Holt Nailers isn't going to make that mistake. Pirates, get it done in Nippert. Bring it on, Patty oh, C. This guy says they're a team of destiny. They're destined to go seven and five. That's their destiny, buddy. <laughs> well, what's funny with that, that like cute little run Colby was talking about with the Cincinnati, that, that cute run included. Uh, wins over ECU like 55 to 17, 56 to 6. <laughs> Last year, 35 13. ECU has not been close of late. I think there was one game where they were close. But uh, this year, it could be a little bit different because ECU is going to be better. Cincinnati needs to rebuild a little you bit. You know who leads the all time series in this? Uh, ECU does. I'm aware. I think I just heard a toilet flush. All right. You know, what's even worse about this is this is on a Friday night. Cincinnati is likely going to be vying for some sort of national attention, whether that be a playoff spot again or a new year. That's debatable. That's debatable. They they need to bring it. They lost a lot. They did lose a lot. There's, there's no debating that, but Luke fickles reloading. Okay. Anyway, all right. Well, look, I'm, I'm telling you, watch out for the pirates. I'm telling you, no one's, no one's talking about them. There's a buzz around Greenville. <laughs> There's a buzz. All right. <laughs> Patty C you are on the clock. Well, again, whatever this area of the country is called, I think this one could be <laughs> uh, some interesting games in the middle of the country this week. <laughs> I, I I think this is uh sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Look. I could go one of two places, but I'm gonna go to the place where there's probably not quite as an important game, 
but there's a bigger chance of a bigger upset and it's a more fun environment. I'm taking you Oklahoma at West Virginia, yes, Morgantown. And uh, look, teams in the big 12 have found out the hard way. I don't know if Oklahoma is one of them, but they have found out the hard way that West Virginia is not a fun place to play in. And uh, Oklahoma prime for uh, maybe a, a little letdown season here. And West Virginia could take advantage. Well, I'll have, you know, Patty C that this, this team, that their rivalry goes back to 1958. Nice. All right. They've played 13 times. Oklahoma's won 11 of them, 11, the two as um, big 12, the O and nine mm, is West yeah, Virginia. Yeah. They had some close ones though. They had that 59-56 one. Yeah. Could yeah. It, could it finally be? Is this the last game that's going to be played Morgantown against could Oklahoma? Can West Virginia get them once and send them out the door? Let's do so, it. So you're right. So the Colby, there was that 59-56 win in 08 and a 50-49 win in 2012. So yeah, I mean Oklahoma has owned WVU, but in Morgantown we have at least have a couple like really tight games. I don't know. You think this was the one where maybe the Mountaineers pull it off? Yes. Probably not. Right Probably now, not, I mean, we, we don't know if Venables is a good head coach yet. If they can true. pull this off. I mean, come on. Very true. Gone Last is- time to get him, you know this place is going to be on fire waiting for this opportunity. So, I could totally see it happening. How many former Oklahoma like four or five star quarterbacks are starting on other rosters across the country? Caleb Williams Spencer Rattler isn't wasn't Tanner Mordecai? A, he was. Is he still uh, on SMU? Him and Preston Stone, I think, are battling for the starting spot. Okay, yeah, but. yeah. It's just like, dude, you can't lose that much and just assume you're going to reload constantly. I like it. I like it. All right, NC Nick. Ah, oh, man, where do I go here? I know where he All goes. Right. Little place <laughs> called Winston Salem. <laughs> That's possible, or a little place that I live in, like Raleigh, is a pretty decent game too. But you know what? I'm gonna take you to some. Some you you said you in the in the intro you said Sun Belt Fun Belt God or something. All right, so I I have to live up to that. Apparently, <laughs> let me take you to the first Sun Belt game of the weekend. That is App State at Marshall. Some people may not know that this was a really really good FCS rivalry back in the day. They played every year from 77 to 96. Now when when they kind of went their separate ways, they only played three times since then, but now they're back in the Sun Belt East. They played a non-con game last year where Marshall lost at App 31-30. So I look, this is a great game. The rivalry is renewed. It's it, two mountain schools going to battle every year. Sign me up. Yeah, and in 20 in, in, in 2020, Marshall won by 10, but do you remember this game? App yes. state app states tight end gets Leon leaded. He was yeah. running and he fumbles the ball out of the end zone. And also they missed a kick and then Bryce threw a pick. Uh, yes. They, they, they gave away the game because they made so many like dumb plays that basically handed Marshall the, the win on a platter, yep. but, but it was so fantastic because I actually texted Patty C last year during this game. And I said, this game is awesome. It should happen every year. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that uh, by the, by the, you know, by what, a couple months later, speak I, it into existence. There we go. George Mason football. You take fucking note of that. <laughs> All right. Start your football program, George Mason. Uh, but no, I, I love this game. How do you see what do you make of this game? Uh, well, one thing app state on the second end of a back-to-back road where the previous week they were in Conway, South Carolina, in what could decide at least one of the spots in the uh, Sun Belt Conference Championship game. Marshall. At least they get a couple extra days. Do they? Oh, it was a Thursday. You're right. Yeah. So that yeah. is a nine day break for App State coming into that game. Maybe even an advantage on that that uh, front. But I do think Mountain Football is great. What are they, is this meth m- Mountain Football or is this more whiskey <laughs> whiskey Mountain Football? What do you think? Oh, it's his moonshine. I mean, <laughs> moonshine, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, I do like the meth angle though. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, a little, yeah. A little bit of that too. <laughs> like, well, yeah. <laughs> meth and moonshine, the meth and moonshine bowl. I like it. I like it. They should do that. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. The trophy. What would the yeah. trophy be? Just a bottle of whiskey and, and like, and, uh, uh, like a, an old mouth with no teeth. Yeah. Right? A crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. <laughs> 
12 for your boy Dundee. And we are going to Waco. No, yeah, Waco. I, I don't Ooh. want that. I was thinking about that North Carolina Wake Forest game, but that was an arena football game. I don't want a fucking 120 points scored in a game. Give me K State at Baylor. Could this have some implications on the Big 12 championship? I'm very high on both these teams coming into 2022. NC Nick, your thoughts on K State Baylor? <laughs> it, it, I mean, it is it is a good game here, but for some reason, I had it ranked much lower down because I guess this is where Big Twelve hater Nick comes in to play. It, technically, I shouldn't be because yeah, I mean Baylor won last year; they're gonna be very good. K State's gonna be very good. It should be a really good game, uh, but it, I don't know something about it just sounds boring. Kansas State Baylor, you're terrible. Yeah, I don't the know. All time series had, is ten to nine in favor I of had Baylor. One higher Big Twelve matchup actually that I was about to play last round. Wow, you're crazy. You're fucking crazy. All right, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I don't have any other Big Twelve matchup. What even close to this? Try to pull that Patterson ma- matchup, like, maybe. Pat Patty C is gonna love this game, so just move it on over to him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what do you make of this throw game? Throw it on C? over my and he's right. I do love this game. <laughs> I think it's gonna be excellent. I think well, we just previewed uh K State and with uh Adrian Martinez, Martinez and, Deuce and Deuce Vaughn. That's a dynamic backfield. Meanwhile, Baylor figures to be in the national or in the at least in the conference playoff race at this point in the season. Huge game. Huge freaking Absolutely game. huge game. NC Knicks being a hater. Um, all right. Well, look, before we get to Patty C's next pick, I want to tell you that the college football experience week 11 preview and picks episode is brought to you by win bet bet $50 at win bet. get $200 in free bets, bet big win bigger with win bet. Download the win bet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by sleeper. You already play fantasy on sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN discord. Yes. Make sure to check out our new discord server. The perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sports slash discord. All right. We are back in the middle of this draft. Patty C and NC Nick are making terrible comments left and right. <laughs> Here we go. Pick 13 to Patty C. Well, I do want to make one more comment about that Baylor K state game. Uh, last two times it's been played in Baylor, which is where it will be played this year. Uh, decided by three points and one point. See NC Nick's Not just surprised. hating. Yeah. We He's are hating going over to there. have a dog fight on our hands. Um, Ooh, uh, this one's pretty obvious. I hate to steal your thunder. I should probably leave this for Nick, but I know he hates North Carolina, so I'll make sure he doesn't have to hype it too much. We are going to Winston Salem. Yes, where there we the, go. The Tar Heels will be playing the Demon Deacons. Uh, this game was insane last year. I feel like last North two years. Th- yeah, they've spoiled. Uh, Check that door for heat, Tim. They spoiled uh <laughs> nice. So the Sam sample, Sam Hartman. <laughs> Is he going to get revenge? Was it uh North Carolina? Uh, fucking up their season two years in a row. I think UNC won. The, uh, UNC's won the last two by the score of fifty-eight to fifty-five and fifty-nine to fifty-three. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking. I we're, we're we're watching an Iowa Barnstormers game from nineteen ninety-three. <laughs> oh man! I, but I think the big question this year. I don't know if UNC is going to have the offense for that kind of shootout. And I mean, like these are the games that that Wake plays. Yeah, so any game with Wake is kind of kind of lend itself to a, a high scoring affair. Uh, it's also the second of a back to back away game for UNC because they're at UVA the week before. Uh, it's also the second set of back to back away games because if you remember, weeks one and two, UNC goes at App and at Georgia State. Uh, but yeah, I mean th- these games have been wild. They've been wild lately, and uh, it could have a lot of impact on uh, the ACC race. This is the game that won me a bunch of money in DFS two years ago. Right, I played. I played yeah. like everybody from this game on my yeah. DFS team, and it was fucking bananas. And I won like a thousand dollars. It was fantastic. But um, uh, what's uh, so many points? Yeah, dude. I mean, and Just, it was, uh, yeah, we didn't know it then. Now we know it. So I imagine the the market will adjust. But 
the athletic Bruce Feldman uh, did a good piece on the wakey leaks uh, recently this past week. If you have the athletic, go check that out because he dives how, you know, he, he says it's the, if it wasn't wake forest, it would be the biggest thing ever where college football would, would shut down. Really? He, he says that uh, uh, like, I mean, he goes, once you watch the tape of, of it, of the, the games, they're saying it, he goes, it's unbelievably just disturbing. Like you feel sorry for the players. He goes, the other teams knew every single play. They knew their signals. There's a, a part in the article where he's, he's uh, talking to, I guess the backup quarterback. Cause the starting quarterback was on the Rams. Uh, uh, J- John Wofford, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He gets knocked out and this is Clawson's first three years. Clawson almost got fired because this scan, because, because this scumbag guy who was a personal grudge about he, him not getting rehired yeah, and he yeah. was in a play by play guy, but he, uh, the, the, the quarterback gets knocked out. The backup comes in. He didn't want to call timeout because I guess the third string was really close to him. Right? So he Clawson would get pissed off if he used timeouts, but he said the linebacker was calling out their plays. <laughs> Perfectly, <laughs> perfectly like using be- their yes. like terminology. Be- yeah, before <laughs> he even did. So it's kind of like you know when when Colby and I play in Tecmo Bowl. I know what, <laughs> I know what he's gonna run every time. <laughs> but dude, uh, apparently it was going on for three years. They don't know how That's many games crazy. he sold it to. They know for sure. I think Army, Virginia Tech, and wow. uh, Louisville, obviously the big one there. But uh, uh, so Army, Army like accepted it. I don't, army. Yeah. We're supposed to hold hot, hold army to higher standards. Some defensive coordinator is yeah. like, I'll get you a big bite. I'll get you a big bite and a big gulp. If you, if you uh, let me see that. But I mean, I mean, it's a pretty, it's a very interesting article wow. about how Clawson and what's amazing is Clawson's Clawson's offense was still successful somewhat <laughs> and they knew the fucking plays. You know wow. what I mean? Like, so hey, there's a reason they're dropping 50 years, but he almost odd. got fired for it because his first three years, he struggled. Yeah. And you know, like there's a, I don't know. It's, it's a, it, it was pretty wild. It's, it is wild that it, it didn't become a bigger thing and no one really got oh, I mean, Shane Beamer's the head coach they, of freaking uh, South Carolina, right? They now. quote some of the coaches that are involved in that, in that article. And they said like, if this happened, not even at like Alabama, if this happened at like Mississippi state, this would have gone. This would have actually shut down college football. The fact that it was Wake Forest and no one cares about ACC football. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, you did it against Boston College. I don't even remember that game, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, Maybe so, that's why that Wake and uh, Virginia Tech game was zero zero. <laughs> <laughs> Virginia Tech. So that was Scott Leffler versus a team that knew what they were running. <laughs> that's what happens. Uh, I want to say this. North Carolina. I don't know that I agree that they're not going to be able to score again. Even uh, though, I think they will. I, yeah. I actually think they're going to pick up right where they I left off. I was just off. watching yeah. that UVA North Carolina game like last week. That Josh Downs dude, uh, the He's receiver, a baller. he is so good. He's so nasty. Yeah, uh, I expect another shootout, but I think maybe Wake gets this one done at home. I there we so. go. There we go. All right, NC Nick. Well, now I don't feel obligated to take an ACC game because it had been so long. So let me take you back to the Big Twelve, the game I had higher than your K State Baylor, and wow. that is the Patterson Bowl. That is TCU at Texas. Uh, nice. I mean, if you remember last week, we highlighted Texas's struggles against Kansas State. You know, overall, <clears throat> at least they they'd won a few in a row, but overall, you know, uh, Kansas State has kind of been like fifty fifty with them. Well, yeah. how about TCU? I well, mean, I, yeah. I told you about this though. Uh, I told Patterson you that hates him. Is yeah, personal and now grudge? he's employed by him. Yeah, that's kind of weird there. But uh, Texas won last year, thirty-two twenty-seven. But before that, Texas was two and eight in the last ten against TCU, mm. which sounds crazy. I mean, that shows you why they've been churning through coaches there because people in Texas expect the Longhorns to beat TCU, and they weren't. Yeah, and and I mean. Patterson joining is because apparently like he got super pissed at the athletic department, uh, the AD and and the president that they were trying to force him out the door. So now it's like, Oh yeah, fuck you. I'll go to Texas. I'll go to Texas. Maybe they were mad. He was focusing too much on his band and not his team. <laughs> yeah. Either way, look, Texas state of Spavadol doesn't make it this year. They should hire Patterson. It's only one and a half hours away from Austin. He's already there. Boom. Get him in there. Let's do it. Um, 
Patty C, what do you make of TCU at Texas? Well, when we were looking at the uh, composite talent rankings for these teams, and we noticed TCU was up at twenty nine, it kind of makes sense why they'd be competitive. You know, if they have top thirty talent on that roster. Well, I mean, Ka- I mean, Kansas beat Texas last year too, buddy. <laughs> That's true too. Right? So, uh, yeah, Gary Patterson can take that guitar playing over to uh, Texas, <laughs> and he'll probably uh, and, and sing us a, sing us a sweet <laughs> tune. That's right. Uh, I mean, TCU it is a better came- music scene in Austin compared to Dallas. Is that why? That's a great. I, that's a great thought. That's probably why he really went there. Sarkeesian <laughs> probably milked that. Was like, dude, have you seen the bar scene here? It's like I've been I've been doing shots of uh, Jaeger fucking five nights a week. Have you heard like, of Stevie Ray Vaughan? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's a shit show in Austin. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, next. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Look, I think there's a couple better games out there, but I see it because of the Patterson, you know, fireworks. I think that's fun. But, and we uh, all we're all hating on Texas too, so that's my yeah. last thing about it. There you well, go. and when you have like the Sonny Dykes angle, you know his dad, Spike Dykes, legendary coach at Texas Tech. So eh, you know it's a it's, it's a little Texas heritage thing. You know I, I can see it. All right, I am taking you. Where am I taking you? I don't know. I'm, um, uh, I am taking you too. Am I really doing this? I'm taking you to Columbia, South Carolina, <laughs> where Florida will lose for the second time in a row to South Carolina by a large amount. You got to mm. go to Gainesville for that, though, buddy. Oh, is this in? Yeah, God damn it! I'm all off the place. I'm all <laughs> over the place. South Carolina at Florida. All right, how's the vegan menu in Greenville or in Gainesville? I can't talk. All right, I was on my thirtieth podcast today. I can't. I'm just spewing out words of shit. All right, um, how, uh, talk about this game, guys. I don't know. Spur, spur your bowl. Th- throw your visor down. There you go. Uh, who's got the better quarterback? Is Rattler or this Anthony Richardson guy? That is, uh, you know, I'm not buying this Anthony Richardson. Certain people thing are yet. hyping a lot. He's got potential. He's got potential. If he can put it all together. Yeah. That's what they said about a lot of people. You know that true. That's that's what (laughs) they said about me, but I could never put it together. (laughs) (laughs) Who Uh, you got in this game in the swamp? South Carolina is going to, going to get the, the, the Beamer's going to be two and oh, against the Gators. Magic. What do you think, Nick? It's a decent game. I mean, maybe just on the surface. I just thought like if it was at South Carolina, they'd have more of a chance. But we don't know what Florida is going to be this year, uh, or the Gamecocks for that matter too. So uh, I mean, you would favor you know Florida in the swamp at home, but it could be a decent game. You would I favor imagine them. it's going to be like a me, new buddy. tip. <laughs> you would huh? favor them, not me, buddy. All right. No, you, you think I see the shoe in, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Gamecocks. You're probably right. North uh, noon noon kick for uh, down in down in yeah. the swamp. Yeah. I think so. It'll still be. I don't know if it'll be lit for this game. I don't think Florida gets up for South Carolina necessarily. Oh, it'll be. I, I think it kind of depends on how the season's going. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. true. At this point, it's going to be pretty late. That's true. They start out zero and two. There'll be seats, seats available. But Carolina upsets them two and zero. Beamer goes against wow. the Gators. Wow, you heard it here first. Here, uh, well, next up is uh, uh, Patty C. <laughs> There are several games here that I am contemplating, but I'm pretty sure we're going to be staying in ACC country. Um, mm, look, I don't know. I'm going to leave Nick. I'm going to leave Nick his, and I'm going to go to mine. So that that's how this is going to play out. I got to go first, so my team goes first. Uh, <laughs> we 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 understand the draft process. You you you, you crazy bastard! What are you talking about? Look, right? I'm just saying. <laughs> There is a team from Raleigh that is playing in a pretty important game too, but there is a team from Charlottesville hosting the defending coastal champions, the defending conference champions. And we got a guy from Pennsylvania called Brent Armstrong. That's going to whip Pitt's ass this year. And this is the game that clinches the coastal division. Well, they might have to go beat Virginia tech to do that, but this is one of the games that clinches the coastal division for Virginia this year, Pitt at Virginia. What is it about this game that makes you want to fall asleep? Uh, the teams <laughs> that are playing in it. <laughs> well, it hasn't even really been all that close of late. I mean, it, last year was kind of a shootout. It was kind of fun. Pitt won by ten. Uh, 
but Pitts kind of owned them a little bit. You know, they won by 10 and 18. They won by 17 in 2017 by 14 and 2016. Okay. okay. Uh, UVA won the one game in 2019. It's a decent game. Yeah. E- e- but even as, as like an ACC guy, I, I can't get that excited about I it. I told you it's because well, Virginia's playing in it. Joe, Joe yeah. Hackney's getting ex- excited about it. He said, hell yeah, Patty C Pitt going to Pitt. Virginia all day in the upset special. Right. You wear that hat. <laughs> I will wear that hat. Let me let me see uh, who who they got coming into this. I, let's see if there's any circumstances that favor one team or the other. UVA coming off uh, well UVA on the third of three straight home games. That's pretty nice. Uh, and although Miami and North Carolina were their opponents the previous two weeks, and I guess Pitt was hosting Syracuse the week before, so. No real advantage there. Charlottesville, kind of a sleepy environment, but maybe it gets lit for this one. Maybe, buddy. Maybe. Um, all right. Well, look, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent, bu- you know, businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful. For their uh, independent roasters, often being their large source of new growth for them, it's expert tasted coffee. Trade Coffee actually has a team that taste tests, uh, you know, thousands of different coffee. They keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship out every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. And Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it for you. All right. So right now, Trade is uh, offering new subscribers a total of thirty dollars off their first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com/sgp. That's more than forty cups of coffee for free, people. Get started today by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com/sgp and let Trade find you a coffee that you'll love. All right, folks. Before we get back to this, we got to tune out here for five seconds because side B, we have reached that point for podcast sake. If you're on YouTube, hang out for five seconds here as we close this thing out and and enter it again for podcast sake. 